Today's Bible reading is 2 Kings 4, and it's a little bit of a long chapter, but you'll notice that it includes a lot of food, and it sounds very familiar. Elisha has taken over for Elijah, the former prophet, and the first thing that happens is there is a widow who doesn't have enough food. And now, unlike uh, Elijah, who had a miracle that was individual, notice here that there is a miracle that is communal, that the this woman is to go and get vessels of any kind and she is to pour out what little she has and watch it multiply and that this is something that is not only for her to live but her and her sons can live on the rest now he meets a shunammite woman who again is not an israelite who is wealthy and who has food to give him. So the first account is him showing, uh, giving of food to others, and the second one is giving to him, but she has no son. And so she asks him, can you pray for a son? And he says, yes. And then boom, there's a son. And the son starts to grow, and the son dies. Now, I think it is probably one of the reasons why she doesn't, uh, why she tells her servant to say all is well is because she knows that she's going to be greeted by his servant, Gehazi, who we find out later is not a really good servant and not very believing in God. Elijah sends his staff first. Now, this is a very, this seems a little weird, but it is a very important thing. A prophet's staff, like Moses and Aaron's staff, uh, was a very powerful symbol of their power. And he sends the staff ahead. Now, can you imagine putting the staff on your dead child and you see nothing? And you're like, oh, this is, nothing's happening. But Elisha comes himself and raises the child from the dead. Again, you are seeing uh, the power of Elijah. We are going to be looking forward to the power of Jesus. And in Acts chapter 9, we're going to see even Peter with a very similar account uh, bringing back uh, a girl named Tabitha. Now, I like that this verse, uh, this chapter is includes the end, 38 through 44. Elisha purifies a deadly stew. I'm often like sometimes, yo, why is this in here, <laughs> right? Until you realize, wait a second, this started with... Elisha showing God's power in providing abundantly in food for a community to go beyond that to say he is going to be a part of the community and receive, right, blessing, give blessings and receive blessings through God and through his people, even to the point of raising the dead. And it comes back again to this stew. Now it's, uh, I think, then it is no coincidence that it is written in verse 40, O man of God, there is death in this pot. You see, it's not just the death of the past. It's not just um, the poverty of the present, but even the idea of death in the future, right? They're not dying. They think they're going to die, right? They think that they're going to die because of this food. And he heals it similarly to the way um, Elijah healed uh, unclean water and Moses healed unclean water. And Jesus is going to turn water into wine. We'll, we've looked at that before. We'll look at it again. Um, and so he sets it before them. They ate and had some left 
And notice this ending, according to the word of the Lord, not according to the power of Elijah, not according to the community they share, not according to the faith even of these men, but according to the word of the Lord, that what does God want to do? What is God doing every single day? Taking what is dead and turning it to life, but blessing in order that we may bless others and be blessed and live and food is a symbol of a lot of that. 